Good afternoon and welcome to season two of the Watch the Football podcast. Today we have myself, Jane Carla Cobham, Tyrone Holder, and Tizio Reilly. We will give, um, we will review um, game week one, the top six, or what we think will be the top six teams in the league. Um, we would give our opinions on who we would, who we think will be the top four, and then we will do a preview of game week two. Um, I will start first with my top four predictions. I will go Man City one, Spurs second, um, Liverpool third, and Arsenal fourth. Tezio? Uh, almost similar. I I have I have City winning. Uh, I got Liverpool second, Spurs third, and Arsenal four. Um, I've been thinking about this for a while. I can't really. I, it's hard to pick between Liverpool and Spurs for second, but I feel that will be the. The real race, City will be clear if um, I'd go for, I'd probably go as closer to what Carlo went for. I'd say Spurs second, um, Liverpool third, Arsenal fourth. All right. So seeing that everyone, well, not everyone, seeing that me and Tyrone has spent Liverpool uh, to fall out the top two, um, that's where we will start. Um, Tezio, you want to give your, you want to give your analysis on the okay. Fulham and Liverpool game? All right, so I'll go ahead with the Fulham Liverpool game. For me, uh, you know, last season I had Liverpool to crumble. Um, they didn't. This season, it looked like they were crumble. <laughs> but what I realized is that no matter how good, uh, like these mid-table teams perform, uh, like West uh, Ham, Brighton, etc. They just never have enough in the tank to topple the top teams. I'm saying that they got Fulham who come up, they're gonna fight to stay up. Um, and it's 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 pretty much gonna be safe for them. They're just not gonna have enough in the tank. Saying that the performance from Fulham in that game was superb. Um they were all over Liverpool. They, they don't have the quality to stop players like Salah and Darwin Nunes when he came on. Luis uh, Diaz. They, they don't have the quality to stop those players. However, they did not 
when Liverpool made mistakes, they punished them. And I was I was happy to see that because most times when big clubs make, mis- make mistakes, they're never punished, never ever. And Mitrovic, like he was on a mission. Mismatch with Trent Arnold at the back stick, such a short goal. And then Van Dijk, lazy defending, stick all his leg, penalty. I don't think that they could have done much to stop people uh, from Liverpool. Uh, maybe some communication, maybe second goal. But Nunez tried the back, the back heel. Goalkeeper uh, came out of the top here. And then he scored it. Then he tried it again and scored. I'm not. Not sure why they were unable to read that play. Uh, Liverpool tried about three times before they roll it in. And the game wasn't like it wasn't so excitement like they won of the Premier League. Hmm. Uh, I, I know I might sound like I'm rambling a bit, but that's because there was there was not much talking points other than Fulham having the ability to punish Liverpool when it. I can't agree. I think that it was a very good game, actually. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by Fulham. Um, Marco Silva, for about 20 minutes. Now, when I saw the, saw the, the sideline shot, and I realized who was the coach. And then it, 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 really, it really helped me to understand why they were playing the way they were, because Fulham had absolutely no fear of Liverpool. Like, and, and normally, on the first day of the... Premier League season, yeah, they come up with a lot of joy and and uh, fervor and enthusiasm. Yeah, we in Premier League, and but Liverpool isn't just a, a regular um, table or or or, or relegation scrapping team. Liverpool is a team that teams that come up from the Championship um, would normally fear. Fulham had absolutely no fear of Liverpool. I don't think that. Liverpool were poor at all because Liverpool they, they did what they normally do. They played their game, but Fulham would just Fulham just match 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 them at, at, at football, and um and that that lack of fear I I, I don't know if it's just going to be a first day thing, maybe it's the same enthusiasm thing, but if that maintains throughout the season, and plus I hear a couple of things that Fulham um, have have intentions to make and person like, that they have to integrate into the team, like um like like Bernardo from from Arsenal, for example, um, you know, Fulham could actually prove to be um, a formidable team. I'm going to say formidable, I don't mean overstepping or overreaching, but formidable in, in, in the sense that they won't be the, the typical come up and then head straight back down like what they've normally done over the years. And I, I really rate the coach as well. Um, uh, Darwin Nunes scored a nice goal, a classic Hernan Crespo. Um, their post run flicking in with the with the with the um I don't I don't want to say back foot side of your foot going through the legs and and if not for some from some lapses in concentration at the back Fulham could have easily come away with the victory too. Um they they they, they did pretty well when Liverpool were were were, were had them under the cosh. But you know um May pressure long enough. Eventually, especially when you got the quality at Liverpool, have um, eventually opposition is going to crack. But that's it for me. And to, all right, just just let me apologize first. Uh, 
from my slurred speech, uh, not suffering from COVID. Um, I did not say that Liverpool was poor. I said Fulham made them pay for their mistakes. Uh, every club, made, every team makes mistakes. Football is not a game of 100% possession, so people will make mistakes. All I would say is Liverpool, I've, I've not seen anything that we have not, haven't seen from Liverpool before. We even had caught complaining like we normally do, saying that the pictures drape. So I should, I should say, uh, Fulham, Fulham did well, yes, but I, I didn't have, I didn't get that first day for you, like very early days. Yeah. And they were the early game for, for Saturday morning. I just, I just. Fair enough. Carol. Yes, sir. Um. All right, so I thought Liverpool um, were shocked by Fulham. I thought that Fulham pressed well. And Liverpool actually had no shots in the first half, which was kind of a surprise because, um, you know, a newly promoted team against um, Liverpool, Champions League finalists, runner-up, League Cup, FA Cup champions, and the big Mohamed Salah. Darwin Nunes, Firmino, you know, um, Liverpool, they were expected to crush Fulham. Uh, I was expecting Liverpool to be up at least two love by the first half. So for Liverpool to have no shots, you know, that was kind of a surprise. Um, they possessed the ball well, but they couldn't get anything going in the attack due to Fulham pressing. And then uh, the usual suspect, you know, once Liverpool concede a goal, um, even if he was blamed rightly so or not, he can get the, the blame. Or if he was at fault, rightly so or not, he usually gets the blame. Um, but that has happened when you're good, which is Arnold. Um, I thought even if he jumped or not, Arnold against Mitrovic is only one winner. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I thought Fulham did well. I thought Liverpool got lucky. Yeah, that was especially good. with the second goal. They got lucky with the equalizer for sure. Um it was a sloppy performance um compared to what I saw in the community shield um the week before, but I guess that's because that city had like two preseason games. Liverpool had probably like four or five, so they were ahead in terms of fitness. Um, what I can say, though, for sure is uh, Nunes needs to start because um, from the time he entered the field, the, the whole dynamic itself of the attack, the whole dynamic of the attack change, and Liverpool start to then create chances. Um, some would say because... Um, Fulham went out to steam, but I don't agree. I think that um, the fact that Nunes now can apply some pressure on the centre-backs as opposed to Firmino dropping and making life easy. Um, but yeah, that's my tier. Um, I don't think it's wise for Liverpool to be dropping points. So early because as you can see, you just need them points down in the end. So they are already behind. And 
it's not only Liverpool and Man City this year. I think Tottenham in with a chance. But that's my take on that. Tottenham Liverpool was sloppy and they got lucky with especially their second goal. They should have lost that game yesterday. But that's my take on that. Yep. Um, so we will now move forward to or rather than move back to Arsenal, Arsenal Palace. And seeing that Tyrone is the Arsenal fan, I will let Tyrone go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I was very impressed with um, the team's performance for the first 25 to 30 minutes. Um, they started the game as they were performing um, during the um, preseason, completely swarming the, the Crystal Palace uh, midfield and defense with the press. Um, the players looked up for it. Um, very, very, very enthusiastic. Like they were really um, sure with the strategy and the game plan. Um, Gabriel Jesus had one move um, early in the first half where he took out about uh, two or three players um, with, with skill and, and managed to get a shot off, which was blocked. Um, that was very impressive. And if that if that continues, uh, that level of performance that he put, for, put down in the preseason as well, I could see him getting close to, um, if not um, 20 goal mark um, in the Premier League that, that a lot of people have um, purported him to get. Um, the the only, there were a couple of players who I thought were kind of anonymous, but obviously it's the first game and the result is what counts um, first and foremost, especially away from home. Saka, Arsenal fans uh, refer to as Starboy. Um, I think he was kind of anonymous, but um, he started to play a bit more direct in the second half, which which caused the goal. Um, Odegaard also was, for me, a bit anonymous as well. Um, the, the, the extra touches that he tries to take in the box, I understand that, that you, you throw him on assist and, 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 and building and dictating play and that kind of thing, but you, you need to really step up the production as it relates to the goal scoring in those types of um in those types of uh, situations, the extra touch he tried to he tried to pass the ball to Martinelli when he when it was when he was two or three yards away from the goal bar. So that was that was that was part and parcel to his performance um, overall. But in the midfield, Thomas Partey I think was imperious. Um, it's his composure is, is is something else in under in, in heavy pressure situations, being pressed and that kind of thing. Uh, choosing what, what seemed to be such an easy pass. And uh, a word must definitely be spoken for uh, um, William Salah at the back. Um, for his first Premier League game, he was very, very good. He man of the match, I believe, named by the, um, named by the Premier League. Afterwards, uh, he was definitely good alongside uh, Ben White, who was up there as well in terms of performance. Um, Zinchenko was a bit iffy defensively, but good on the ball. Overall, Arsenal look good. Um, and if there's only going up from here in terms of additions to the squad and performances. Um, just, just something that the viewers might not know about me. I'm a Juventus fan. However, if I was not a Juventus supporter, I'd be an Arsenal supporter. Just putting that out there. So I'm, 
I'm always happy when Arsenal does well. Yeah. Unfortunately, I also like when West Ham do well. Some Arsenal fans can't stomach that. <laughs> so, me saying that, uh, Tyrone, you touched on all the positive things from game one. You know, you don't want to ruffle the feathers. But Arsenal annoyed me in that game. That first half was superb. Like, brilliant. Like, you can't ask for nothing better for first game this season. True. And then in the second half, you just you just start to melt away. I, I couldn't get it on the side. And there were times that I mean that okay. Arsenal lapsed and, and Crystal Palace gave nothing. Like I was wondering if they're not even gonna trade. And then there was one moment when Jordan Ayo absolutely ran past Zinchenko. And then nothing came of that. And I was wondering like if Crystal Palace even turned up to play. Like they were just happy keeping possession at times. Like I, I don't know what's going on with them. Um so for me, you said Saka was anonymous. That's because for me he played a little too far away from the goal. He wasn't as narrow. So, I mean Ben White had Ben White had a rough time. I mean Zaha is a handful. To you? Not to me. To me, if Ben White had a rough time? Yeah, not to not not for me. Okay. Probably once or twice, but holistically. Uh, he survived. I don't think so. But <laughs> so fair, enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. He survived. I mean, Zaha, yes, Zaha is a half full, but Zaha was wasn't that good either. But he survived. And and for me, Ben White at right what? I, I know. Arsenal might may have to rethink that. Saliba was phenomenal. I I can't let I can't let I'm on my boss. He was coming coming from being loaned out and being unsure of a place at Arsenal. Uh, to a performance like that, that that he was a rock, and I think he got money match as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, you mentioned um, Odegaard being anonymous, and that maybe he saw the spells that that Crystal Palace were having success in keeping possession, and just decided to go in cruise control. Um, it's understandable, but I get from your point, you you would want to see more from your creative players. So I understand that. But I don't, I don't know. Arsenal Arsenal has given us hope before, and they have hurt us as well. So I tell you, we're away from home, and he and as you said to the um, to the Liverpool game, no game is ever going to be 100% one way. So I think that right. the moment the moments that Arsenal should be Period of time where Crystal Palace were were placing us under pressure. I think that the ability for Arsenal to stand firm, especially with um, the two saves that Ramsdale pulled off, um, was part and parcel to Arsenal's holistic improvement. Because definitely in seasons before, we would have broke. We would have definitely broke. Yeah, and that's fair because we've seen it before. And that's another thing too. Um, Ramsdale, brilliant. Uh, he was a little too eccentric for me. Uh, sometimes like, goes off to the ball, punching and, and crowds and stuff. But I hope hopefully he comes good. Carlo? 
Yes, sir. Right, so I, 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 I did not. I didn't watch the first half. Um, but from what I saw in the second half, Arsenal kind of lose the plot. But you know, uh, in previous years, Arsenal would have probably considered one, two, and three probably lose the game. But Arsenal whole firm, um, you know. According to the, the the coaches, Arsenal suffered, and you know on the way Arsenal nick a goal. I think it was an own goal. Yeah, yeah. Where Saka um, put some pace in the man um, cross, and yeah, I think it's the ex Chelsea defender. Yeah, right. So own goal, and Arsenal came out victorious. Um, I would say that as a mature performance um, based on what we would have come to know Arsenal um, what I've done before because as I say Arsenal would have probably conceded one, two and then probably gone on to lose the game after being up and then you know and Robbie would have met some more money after the game but again I didn't watch the first half so I can't speak to <laughs> <Robbie>. that <laughs> I, I hear that, well, I heard that um, Jesus was outstanding. Arsenal, as a team, was outstanding in the first half, but when they tuned in in the second half, it was all Palace. Uh, Arsenal um, were solid defensively. I I don't know if the Zaha being a menace um, to Arsenal and primarily Ben White was in the first half because I, I didn't necessarily see that in the I second. I don't know what Taz was talking about. Right? Um, but, yeah, if this is, you know, what we can be seeing from Arsenal, keeping clean sheets, being solid, and as the the coaches to say is suffering, then I expect big things from Arsenal this season. Yeah, that's it for me on Arsenal. Um, we can now move forward to the team that I have to challenge my city title, which is Spurs. And I can start on Spurs being a fan again. Um, Spurs conceded first, um, which people would say is Spursy, but they did not do the Spursy thing this time. Um, they went on and they reacted. <laughs> And scored four goals. Um, some would say that you can't really or take this result with a pinch of salt because Southampton accustomed um, taking five, six, and seven. But Southampton accustomed beating these big teams also based on their players still. So um, I can't really discredit Southampton here. Uh, I would more so praise the mentality and the energy and the attacking play of Spurs. Um, we'll also add that Spurs score four goals, and Harry Kane on Son didn't get on the score sheet. So F, um, going forward, this is, you know, um, what we expect of Spurs, then this only boils well for them because I don't expect Harry Kane or Son to not be on the score sheet. But it just shows you that other players in the team now stepping up, you know, and it's not only the Kane and Son show. 
Yeah, and I think that's down to the coach and the change of mentality. Um, I think the he would have instilled uh, a winning mentality in the players, bringing together as a team. And before I um, pass it on to you guys, um, I just want to mention the, the preseason training, right? Um, people might see that as, or oh, the coach running the men to the ground. But that's also a test of someone's mentality that also um, displays teamwork. Like, you know, F1 man can drop, the other man can encourage you on. And that's something that you, you as a player, does need when things get rough or, you know, you don't want to have two minutes to go. You need some form of encouragement, F in front of your fans, F in front of your teammate. Because everybody don't be, you know, self-motivated. So I think the preseason training is not only to make the team super fit, but it was to help with their mentality. But that's it um, for me on the Spurs performance. Um, I thought Salfana was Salfana, regardless of who they play. Salfana play one way, high line, um, high press, uh, plenty of energy. Unfortunately, they had the quality um, to come through in the end. But that's it for me. Pretty much a norm for them over the season. Um, um, I think that's pretty much a pretty much a norm for them. What finishing with, starting with what you said, that's pretty much a norm for so far. Some people are actually saying that they might be relegation candidates for season two if some kind of um, quality isn't brought in to the side. Um, Hasunu, of course, uh, remains among um, a lot of pundits considered to be a very good coach. Uh, yes, um, all of us here can tell you why. But uh, they, they have a, a, a serious um, serious lack of quality in the squad um, for the style they try to play. They try to play a similar style to, to like what Liverpool and I guess Arsenal know. Manchester City and those sides do uh, without the same level of quality. So I guess when you're coming up against a court such as Antonio Conte, you better have the quality to go towards the door if you can fight to go towards the door. And in scoring first, I guess that's what they attempted to do. But then Spurs, of course, you've got the likes of uh, uh, tell you about um, the Swede, Dejan Kulovetsky, um, and and likes of Harry Kane and Young Min Son and, and that level of quality coming up against you in the attack that you, you better be able to, to sustain that attack that you're bringing. And the goals were very good. Um, Kulovetsky especially was, wow, wow, he continues to impress. If he continues the uh, along this same vein coming in from, uh, from his performances last season, then um, they have really, really, really secured uh, a, a what a deal from from Juventus because the player was absolutely imperious in that in in in, in that game. Um, Son was he had his chances. Frustrating for me, but especially um, as an FPL player, um, he had his chances definitely. But one thing that usually um, you can be sure of is Son let him down in this game as his finishing. Um, at one point in time, I even saw him and Harry Kane having it out because he was trying so hard to, to, to get the ball into the goal bar um, before 
uh, when you had the better opportunity to pass the ball. Um, the coach also mentioned in an interview after the game that um, his approach to the first game and the approach whereby he started with all the same players of last season. The levels of last season was not good enough, and he he wants to make sure that the, the same players from last season have a different mentality coming into this season, which goes, goes back to something that Carlo would have mentioned as it relates to the, the preseason approach and how you uh, how you get players to, to, to gel and such as a team. And it, 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 it was proven to be true. And... I think that anybody who listens listens to this podcast would know how I feel about um, the coach of, of of Tottenham, and I strongly believe that they will they will have the type of showing this season that will that will put an, not, maybe not put an end to, but would really help to throw that Spursy um, banter, especially coming from Arsenal fans and such, out the window. But yeah, it was a very, very good, good performance from Spurs after coming back from one goal, one goal down. All right. Um, so we're going to have to move on um, in the interest of time um, to the previews, score previews of the game week two. Um, so I will, I will go ahead. Um, the first game being Aston Villa Everton. Um, based on what I see from Everton and Aston Villa's result, Last week, losing to Bournemouth, and I put this down as a 1-1 draw. Um, Tyron, you, you could go ahead and give Aston your... Aston Villa, Everton. Yeah. I think Aston Villa going to try to come back from last... Where, where is it? Is it Aston Villa home, right? Yeah, Aston Villa home, yeah. 2-1 Villa. Tiazio? Yeah, I, I'll go with... um. I actually agree with Tyrone for some reason. To Warren Villa? I don't know what he's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right. So, next yeah, game. Uh, for me, Everton all over the place. Okay. Everton, Everton all over the place. Yeah. Um, Arsenal and uh, Leicester, I will go with 2 um, 0 uh, to Arsenal. Tyrone? I can't really see Arsenal conceding right now and Leicester. Leicester seems to be a little bit on the down right now. I'll probably go. Let me go on my chest. I'll say 3-0. 3-0 Arsenal. Yes, yo. Right, I definitely can't agree with Tyrone again. So I'll go uh, 1-0 Arsenal. I think this can be a, okay. a drop game. Right, Arsenal will come on. Brighton and Newcastle. I will go here for 1-1 one, one draw. Tyrone? Um, last. That's a tough one. I'll, I'll say... Two wall, two wall, two wall. Tezio, we got two draws. I'll go with the Newcastle win, two one to Newcastle. Okay, all right. My city Bournemouth, no need to uh ask for predictions on that because pretty sure all of us were gonna go with the Man City win. Um, yeah. so Southampton leads, I go with a two two draw. Leads one now. I, I think leads win. Leeds, 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 Leeds,
and scoring goals was scoring goals is Wolves' issue. Uh, um, and and Fulham clearly showed like, that they can do that. I'm actually gonna go to one Fulham. Uh, is I'll it? go two 0 Fulham. Two uh, one Fulham. Uh, Marco Silva can't trick me again, but I'll, I'll go two 0 Fulham. Okay. Um, Manchester United, Brentford. I go in with uh, Manchester United, man. Two one to United. Yeah, I, I I'd have to agree. I don't. Uh, yeah, two one, two one. Brentford capable of scoring, two one. Uh, yes, but saying how to ring any changes. I'll go to yeah, my definitely. One, 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 definitely, definitely changes. Right. Um, Chelsea Spurs. I go in with uh Spurs win two nil to Spurs. Well, um. What do Chelsea you think? Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Taz. I'll go three 0 Spurs. I, I think I think this can be a, a rude awakening for Tuchel and Whoa, rough boy. Um, I can actually live a little bit more on defense side and else sit on defense and say two wall. All right, so we can move on to Liverpool and Crystal Palace for the game game week, and it will go Liverpool three, Crystal Palace nil. Liverpool three, Crystal Palace nil. I said I'd say three one. Correct, Palace capable of scoring one. Uh, I'll go to all draw. All right, so that brings us to the end of uh, this week's podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this ain't really a real discussion. Yeah, um, no, 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 no. I I don't hear them. I just right. I so, just think 